Hi there, this is C. Northington Purdy, and this is Starting Your Teaching Career. Today, we're going to deal with another classroom behavior management issue, quieting the students who like to talk a lot. Strategies that are non-punitive for the kid who just won't shut up. <laughs> Stay tuned. I do not like to repeat myself in these episodes, but I'm afraid I'm going to have to in this one. Um, Many episodes ago, um, when we were talking about what to say during your interview, when the principal asks you, what will you do with talkative students? And I I said what I'm going to say right now. Why did you decide to become a teacher? Well, what does a teacher do all day? A teacher talks teacher spends the whole day talking. I have many colleagues that are quiet when they leave the building for the rest of the day and night because they've spent the whole day talking. Who chooses a teaching career? A person who chooses a teaching career chooses it because they don't mind addressing audiences. Some people are born talkers. Many teachers played school when they were little kids. They lined up their action figures and and pretended to teach to them or read to them. They're just natural born talkers. It is like telling them to stop talking is is like telling them to stop using your arm (laughs) or something like that. It's just a natural thing. They grow up to become great orators, some of them. They grow up to become politicians. They grow up to become clergy people. Some people are just talkative. If you punish someone for for their natural reflex, which is to exclaim, you're going to turn the student off. You're turning a whole bunch of students off. They're just, they have something to say. The idea is to take charge of what they're talking about. All right. If they, if you know they're going to talk in school, take charge of what they're talking about. All right. You you direct the talking. I will provide strategies in the next segment. Think about this. What are they talking about? All right. I mentioned again, again, I I really don't like to repeat myself, but it's so important in uh, many, not all, but many African-American Christian churches. There is a minister who gives uh, the, the sermon and the audience echoes the sermon back to him. They support him as he's speaking. So, and, and, and it, it, in some, in some church cultures, it is expected that you support the preacher, you know, um, to the extent that the clergy person might say, let the church say amen. And everybody says, amen. Or in the Catholic church where the uh, prelate says, the Lord be with you, you know, the response and also with you in the Islamic faith, uh, alaikum. You, there, there's, there's automa- automatic responses that we encourage people to make. They're verbal. Um, With that being said, uh, 
there are some cultures that are just, that is the way they affirm what is being said. Even if it's under their breath, that's right. So why are my students talking so much? You might want to circulate the room and find out what they're talking about. It's been my experience that if you just take the high road and be willing to see a positive side of this, many times they're talking about what you're saying <laughs> or they're talking about the assignment or they're, they're whispering under their breath. Oh my goodness. I don't know what, or they're reading out loud. They're reading the directions to themselves or they're explaining the directions to someone else. Some students talk while they're writing. Think about that for a second. Some students, while they're, when they're writing something, they're saying the people on the, they're, they're saying the words aloud that they're writing. I'm not saying this is all the time, but start looking instead of just doing a one size fits all, everybody shut up. You might want, which you shouldn't say anyway, you might want to ask yourself, what are they talking about? All right. Look at the people who are talking. Are they students who te te technically get really good grades anyway? They might just be talking about what you just said. Ask them if you see them talking. Ask them if they have any questions. All right? Or, and this is my favorite, you might want to just walk over and stand where they are and continue saying what you need to say or, or directing the assignment that you're having. But just put your body there. Just stand there. And you don't even, again, I keep saying this, you don't have to look at them. You don't have to acknowledge them at all. But the fact that you're standing there, your body is standing there near the student will stop them from talking because you are an authority figure until you give that authority away to somebody else. I can attest to this even teaching graduate courses. Okay? I taught, I've taught public school. I've taught college. Um, some person is, is sitting in the back, let's say, and they're text messaging their wife. <laughs> and all I have to do is just, I'm, I'm, I'm doing my, you know, thing. I'm walking around, I'm talking, I'm mosey on over there and just stand there and continue explaining my slides. They put that phone down. Why? Not because I'm a big, scary, <laughs> I am not, I'm, I'm no threat to anyone, but I am the professor. And they know that they, they signed up for the course because the professor is going to teach them something that they might not know. You, as a teacher, have the authority. You, you come in the room with the authority. The only reason that your authority is not being respected is because somewhere along the line, you gave it away. You must take it back. Ask yourself, what are they talking about? Why are they talking? Instead of punishing Wait a minute, just ask, ask yourself, what are they talking about? Or, and if you can't figure that out, continue your lesson and just move in the direction of the talkers. Why are they talking? Maybe they're sitting near someone that they can't resist. Think about that. Evaluate your seating arrangement. If you have a, a group of students who sit near each other or they sit near something that's very stimulating, like the window, or um, they might just be sit, sitting in a place that is not conducive to being quiet. <laughs> you might want to reevaluate your seating. 
Um, and who is sitting where? If a simple little thing like changing their seat might make all the difference. Move them to another part of the room. No matter how small the room is, you don't have to sit in one spot. There's all, there's, if you're creative, you can think about, okay, where can I put that desk so that it's not near the window so that they're not looking out the window and yelling about things that are going on out there. Or they're, they're not sitting next to a person who is a compulsive talker themselves. Think about it. How can you set up, how can you move things around so that certain people are not interacting with other people? And if you're teaching a differentiated class in which you might have uh, some in-class support students, etc., you have another adult in the room, in which case you could put certain people who can't resist other people so uh, in, in a place in the room in which their backs are to you and facing the special education teacher so that you can team teach and you're breaking up the, the pairs of people who ordinarily would interact with each other. Think about that. So you can, so uh, and let's say you have five students in the room who are very talkative and maybe you have five who are eh, not really. You could mix them up and one part of the room can be with the special education teacher. You coordinate and your part of the room can be um, with your students and you're covering the same thing, maybe covering them slightly differently. But sometimes in order to have a peaceful classroom, you have to divide and conquer. Think about that. How can I do that? How can I arrange the students so that they are listening to the teacher? And if you have another teacher in the room, it's luxurious because you've got another teacher. <laughs> so it's not, it doesn't all fall on you. But even if you don't, Evaluate your seating. Evaluate your space, your real estate in the classroom. Is it conducive to listening to the teacher? Another strategy. Um, if you have um, one or two students who are talking to each other while you're during your lesson or when they should be doing the work, uh, um, an alternative, all of these are alternatives to, to being punitive, okay? You have that student, you might want to just ask the student, would you please uh, summarize the directions for everyone just in case someone forgot, say them aloud, or turn to your neighbor and um, explain to them what they should be doing. Okay, if they don't want to say it, say it to the entire class, or if you don't want them to, don't don't offer an option. Just it will just explain the directions. We're midway through this assignment. Let's just make sure everyone's on the same page. So you're you're letting them talk, but they're talking about the assignment. All right, they're working for you instead of working against you. All right, um, it it needs to be there need to be opportunities in your lesson for students to repeat back to you what you've said, because that will help them retain the information. The more they say it aloud, the more they write it, the better the retention. So periodically, don't be afraid to stop your lesson and maybe point to one of those people who talks a lot. And, and what did I, so what did I just say? Or, you know, what, what is this? How, do you agree with what's happening here? Or manipulate the curriculum so that you can ask questions that require them to respond in a way that parrots what you just said so that they can remember it. I just said a mouthful. Just like they, just like they would in church, <laughs> just like they would in mass, the synagogue, the, yeah, there are certain responses that are necessary. They should expect you to ask them to talk. 
So what if they're, all right, worst case scenario, what if they are talking in class to each other? You ask them to repeat what they're saying and they say, I don't want to. Ask someone else to turn to them and summarize the directions. All right. They, the talking, you're not, you're not saying, you're not giving a command. Don't talk, which, which is reasonable and would have been a hundred years ago. But what you're doing is you're showing them, I decide who's, who talks and what they say. Think about that. I decide who talks and what this, and what they say. So if you, they, you say to them, all right, uh, would you summarize the directions? No. All right, fine. Um, Katina, would you turn and, and summarize the directions for Joshua? <laughs> okay. And it's a good way to check and make sure they understand the assignment anyway. Just a quick one. I'm going to fill your shopping cart today. <laughs> you might try one of these and say, oh, that wasn't effective for me. Fine. Try another. Nobody has tried everything. That's impossible. It drives me out of my mind when I, can, when I perform workshops and teachers say to me, oh, I've tried everything. These kids are just, no, you have not. Nobody is that smart. I've been teaching for a lifetime and I haven't tried everything. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> Give things a try. And if they don't work the first time, try again. But there's, you, at the end of the day, you don't have to punish all the time. It turns the kids off school, and it turns you off teaching. Toxic. This is one of my favorites because just like um, some people are just born naturally talkative, some people are born leaders. Some students in your class are just leaders. And if you don't give them the opportunity for leadership, they'll take it on their own. That student who um, has so much to say all the time. And this also might be the student whose hand never goes down. <laughs> they, every time you ask a question, their hand is up. They're doing, they're trying to teach and you're trying to teach. Why not let them assign the task of teaching. This is in my book. Assign the task of teaching. Give them a page or two in the textbook or in your notes that they need to prepare and teach for 10 minutes the next day. And you can have the students vote on how well they did even. This works. Oh my goodness. Um, first of all, that talkative student is, you've got an opportunity, you got a 10 minute audience. <laughs> All right. You can evaluate. You'll be in the room. You can evaluate how well they cover the material and how accurately your rubric. Um, this is your rubric. How well, how, how clear they made the material, how clear they, they explained it, how clearly. And um, their peers can decide whether or not they did a great job. Thumbs up, thumbs down. And anything that they say incorrectly, you can you can always um, correct right there in the room. What it does is if they have to learn the material in order to teach it, right? Students are, you'll find, students are a lot harder on each other than they will be on you. So that's, <laughs> you, the, the, the feedback that their peers will give them will be an eye-opener. They will also see how long 10 minutes can be when you don't know what you're talking about. Um, what else? What? <laughs> but the important thing is the talkative student is talking. 
some some teachers are just they're born that way they they emerge <laughs> emerge being teachers even when they're not supposed to be all right you 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 probably have two or three teachers in the average classroom anyway they just don't know it yet all right give them the opportunity to address the audience they will do, they will develop respect for what you try to do every day once they do it themselves they will develop respect for what you do each day once they try to do it themselves let them teach now, what could go wrong? I don't want to do that. I'm not doing that. Um, then the next day you get up and I ask uh, Rahim to teach this lesson for 10 minutes. He's not ready. Can you do five minutes? There might be, then, and I'll say this. There will probably be people in the class who say, Oh, I can, I can explain that, you know, <laughs> but, but leave it to the student. If, if they persist that they can't do it, give it to someone else to do. The students will be asking to do this in the future. Once you start it, it's not a punishment. It's an encouragement. It's not a punishment. It's an alternative. It's not a punishment. It's an opportunity. They talk all the time can't stop talking, teach. of what I've said today is in my book, How to Quiet the Class Quickly, Quick Tips for Teachers. I have many strategies to share with you, and I will in subsequent episodes, but please go away with this. Take this away with you. That when they are talking, it's not a shot at you. It's not because they don't don't want you to succeed or they don't want to hear what you have to say. Although, (laughs) I mean, they don't want to be in school, but it's not, don't take it personally is what I'm saying. Don't look at it and say, oh, you're trying to get me, you're out to get me. Or I, I find it really discouraging. Um, I hear a lot that teachers think that, oh, you're just, you're just trying to punish me. You're trying to, they're talking to get back at me. No, they're not. They're just talking about their day. They're talking about their weekend. They're talking about their, how their feet hurt. They're talking about how their little brother kept them up all night. You know, I mean, think, think about the fact that this is not, when, when you encounter students who are doing something contrary to what you've asked, it's not always defiance. And I, I would say a good 75% of the time, it has nothing to do with you. <laughs> Instead of getting angry, think about how you can turn the behavior around. A teacher, a good teacher, is a surgeon. You can turn it around. You can fix it. You just have to know what to fix. First, do no harm. This is C. Northington Purdy, and we hope you've enjoyed this episode of Starting Your Teaching Career. As always, we encourage you to subscribe to this podcast and feel free to leave a rating or even a message through our website. Bye-bye.